Hello, everybody. I am Blaze Seifer, and this is the Seifer Scoop Podcast. It's Wednesday, October 7th here in Middlebury, Vermont, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Amanda Frank of the women's tennis team. A sophomore at Middlebury, Amanda is here to chat about how COVID is affecting tennis, her overall experience as a member of the tennis team, and why she chose the school. Amanda, thanks for joining the podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you, Blaze, for having me. I'm excited. It is my pleasure. Before we get into the episode, I ask everybody this, but could you just run through where you're living on campus and how classes are going? Okay, so I'm in Coffrin, and which is right by Atwater, and I've it's been okay. It's been okay. Most of my classes are online. I have two discussions in person, which is nice. And yeah, the work hasn't been overbearing or anything. I feel like I've adjusted since freshman year and since last spring to the online classes and that sort of aspect so not it's bad been good. Yeah. so i i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i don't know if there is a dorm that's further away from the tennis courts than and <laughs> coffin am i wrong in saying that um the atwater oh right atwater yeah, but i mean atwater either way you, you still got like kind of a long walk do you do you walk bike or how long does it take to get over to the courts i do a little speed walk so <laughs> i try to get there and like takes about nine minutes and okay. then to the ac it's like 13 minutes not so. bad um i wanted to start the the episode by talking about covid and how that's impacting the tennis team so we've re- recently transitioned into phase two and I'm sure that's maybe loosened some of the restrictions for the team, but could you first start with how things went in phase one, the restrictions that were in place, and then follow up with phase two and if any restrictions have loosened? Yeah, so in phase one, we started we started with the masks on, so we all had to wear masks, and um, even a little bit into phase two, we had to wear masks, but the first couple of days was just pretty basic hitting, like rhythm stuff, like nothing too physically enduring um and as weeks went on slowly we progressed into like match play but at first it was just very easy like going up the middle like shorter practices like 45 minutes max now we're into like two hours and finally we started to stop using our masks when we're playing singles which is nice i'm sure that's a big relief i know personally like just running with a mask is annoying and playing soccer like I feel like it kind of messes with my vision a little bit so I wanted to ask did the mask affect your play at all or did you get pretty used to it um I feel like in the beginning it definitely did I felt like I couldn't breathe it <laughs> time I had like a deep breath it like sucked into my mouth I was like right. oh my God, how am I gonna do this <laughs> but as the weeks went on it got a lot better like I feel like we all adjusted pretty well and yeah Okay. And when you started, I know you definitely weren't doing any like matches or anything, but now you, you alluded to, are you doing any like friendly competitions with your teammates or is it just like normal practice stuff? Yeah, we compete um, amongst the team and we play against each other in matches on like at least two or three days a week, which is really nice. So we have like drills on Tuesdays, Thursdays usually, and then uh, typically Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we have like match play. So awesome. that's and fun. Have you, has the team done anything off the tennis court, whether that be like conditioning work or flexibility stuff? I know um, I had on Gianna a few weeks ago and the uh, basketball team's been doing some yoga. I wasn't sure if the tennis team was doing anything like that. So yeah, we had um, yoga the other, the other day. We have like some optional stuff like that. Um, 
but not that much not that much if i'm okay. being honest okay um and and the other thing i want to ask you about is like social events i know this year probably looks different on that front so have there been like less team bonding events than normal or have you and the team found ways to to fit those same social events into the schedule so we've been trying to have usually after practice we have dinner together and then on friday nights and saturday nights we have dinner but outside and like i don't know it's just nice we like line up the chairs with the men's team sometimes and we all kind of eat together socially distance of course um, <laughs> no. and so yeah that's been most of our like social life okay um another question for you is did you ever consider taking the semester off because i know a few athletes who did obviously because there's no competition this fall so first did you consider taking time off and and second did anyone on the team consider that and did and did anybody follow through with it yeah so i never wanted to take off i knew i was going to come back 100 percent um I don't, I just felt pretty strongly about that. I just really wanted to come back to mid, even whatever the restrictions were going to be. I was okay with it. I just want to be back here and I knew we were going to be able to practice together and like have matches amongst each other. So I just felt like that would be enough. And there were two girls who didn't come back, um, but two juniors and they're both international students. So they were just, they were kind of afraid of, what it was going to look like and it makes complete sense for their like reasons why they didn't come back right right um last question in in terms of covid do you what's like what's your outlook on the spring season what have you been hearing about competition um etc um so i really don't think we're gonna have a season like i would be genuinely surprised if we did um because of traveling because of just so many other reasons i mean who knows what will happen, right? We have no idea. It's all so up in the air, but my best bet is like, we probably won't. So okay. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely, it's definitely hard to predict, but I, most people I talk to say like they're, they'd rather lean on the side of caution than like go full in thinking they're going to have a season and then get really disappointed. Um, next section, I wanted to talk to you just about your experience in general with the tennis team starting out with a pretty broad question, but how would you describe the team culture of Middlebury tennis? Okay, that's a, that's a good question. <laughs> so this year, I think it's, it's, we have a great culture. I think that because, maybe because there's not a lot of competition, we don't have the added stress of tournaments and matches and like that, that whole whatever. And so we're all just kind of like, very relaxed in practices. We're all just playing kind of um, for the fun of it. Like it's more fun rather than, I mean, it is very serious and intense, but we don't have that added stress. So the, right, the team right. culture is very like positive. We always cheer each other on, hype each other up. And yeah, it's nice. And are you guys pretty tight with the, with the men's team? Like do you do a lot with, with that squad? So I think this year it's been tough because we literally, like, we can't, you know, too many <laughs> right. people, you know, but uh, if there weren't COVID restrictions, we definitely would be, we are, but we haven't had the opportunity to like hang out a lot. So 
uh, but we are. Yeah. Okay. Um, what I'm going to bring high school into the picture a little bit here, but how does the, the competition of the NESCAC compare to that, that you played in high school? That's a good question. So I think that high school, there was a lot more pressure than there is in college. I mean, really, we didn't have a full season though. I only had the fall season, and but our main season is spring, and that's when we were sent home. So, but comparing the fall with juniors, juniors was just it was also just me and my dad. Like it was just us two, okay. and I didn't have like a team. It was always just like the tournament we would sign up for tournaments and then we'd travel wherever we had to go and it was just the two of us and it was like there's just a lot of pressure on if I win this match then I'm gonna get to this ranking and then these colleges are gonna look at me and this college is coming to watch me like that type of deal and so the fall wasn't like that and everyone was rooting for you so it was like you were playing for a bigger thing than just yourself you know so you didn't have, uh, you were saying you did a lot of stuff just with your dad. So you didn't have a team in high school um, and why not? So basically like junior tennis for high school in high school was like, and middle school or however long you like compete in USTA, it's called USTA. And you're not a part of a team. You're just playing individually for your own ranking. I mean, you can be part of your high school team, but colleges recruit based off of your like USTA ranking and like your tennis recruiting ranking and UTR, which is like, right. Right. Um, I know you, you just touched on this, but I was going to ask if you get more or less nervous for competition um, now that you're in college, but it sounds like less, which is, which is interesting. Yeah. I think that maybe in the spring it would be different because it would be more, the fall is very like, um, it's not as much pressure because we don't have NCAAs. We don't have like playoffs or any of that. So maybe it would have been different in the spring, but for the fall, it wasn't as like much pressure as I'd felt in juniors. Okay. Um, The other thing about being a student athlete at Middlebury is I'm sure it's really tough balancing academics and adding that into the picture. Like me as a NARP, as people would call me, like some nights I'm like, I don't know how I would like go to a practice right now. Like I'm just in the library all day. School is, is really time consuming. So how have you like found a way around that? How have you managed school and academics? Cause it's definitely tough. That's a good question. Um, I feel like in high school, I, it just was like a continuous journey. Like I would have to do the same thing in high school, basically like everyday practice like two hours you know like 4 30 6 30 and then like you would have like a lift after like fitness after so it was like in college it was just the same thing I, it was just like something that I was like kind of used to you know right okay um and two more questions just about the team in general First of which is, what has the team added to your college experience? And I know, I know most people would just say like, oh, the social aspect, so many new friends. I'm sure that's a part of it. But is there anything else besides, besides the social aspect that it's added? Yeah, that's a good question. So I think that being a part, go, coming from high school and being like everything being very individual based and then moving on to a team, like you learn that you're not just 
responsible for yourself. You're responsible for like everyone. So it's like if you don't show up to practice or you don't like show up to team meal, like I don't know, it's just like you can't just think about yourself. You have to think about everyone. Like you're playing for something bigger than yourself. You know, and for the Panther. Yeah, I love yeah, it. Exactly. And I, <laughs> yeah. Um, last question on this section is what's been your favorite memory with the team thus far, including last year? And normally it takes people a few seconds to think about this one. But yeah, Whew. I guess the first thing that comes to mind is something this year when we were finally allowed into town and we all went apple picking like I know that's so basic no, no, but no, I get it. it was really nice it was nice to like have a little change of scenery and be able to hang out with everyone outside of like practice or after practice where we're all like sweaty and gross like right was it the whole team yeah it was not it was the not it, we only have nine people on the team so okay it's Very small cool. so the last section I wanted wanted to address is your upbringing so how you started with tennis and then all the way up until you choosing Middlebury so just very basic what were your early influences in the sport and around what age should you start playing okay so my dad plays and my brother plays so and my brother played like competitively um and he's uh seven years older than me so I kind of grew up watching him play and my dad like lightly would always push me to play so I probably picked up a racket at like seven and I probably started but I didn't start competing until a little later probably like 10 okay or 11. did you did you always love the competition aspect or where was there any point where you kind of just wanted to do it kind of just because it was a hobby so I actually really didn't like the competition at all which is <laughs> funny because I'm really competitive now but when I was a kid like I just didn't really care. I was like, oh, whatever. Like, I didn't really think that much of it. And then I don't know what switched, but starting in, I think, like, eighth or ninth grade, I got really, really into it. I was like, I could actually, like, go to – I could go to college for this. Like, this will help me get into a school. Like, and I like it. So why aren't I, like, push – like, I could push – I could do more, you know? Right. And when you, you touch on going around to, to different matches with your dad, did you have any cool trips um, in terms of going to other states or maybe even going out of the country? So I played – the first tournament that came to mind was in West Point. So it was, like, at the – like, ar- it was, like, West Point Army, like, that campus, I guess you would call mm-hmm. it. But um, – it was so beautiful and I remember we were driving like through the area and it was just so many huge like mountains and hills and then we like went through the security gate into West Point I was like wow I think I want to go here like like, oh my god my dad was like I don't know (laughs) like West Point Amanda like but that's awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to ask you to brag about yourself for a second, but what were some of your notable achievements or did you make it up on the ranking list at, at any point in your high school career? Just, just brag about yourself for a second and oh God. about your accomplishments. <laughs> okay. So I, by the end, so I talked, I guess about 
my goal like through high school was to get hit a certain ranking and by the end I hit it I was so basically like I talked a little bit about tennis recruiting which is like a star rating system Mm -hmm. and all my life I was like I want to be a four star I want to be a four star (laughs) and by my senior year I finally got the ranking I was so happy so (laughs) it was just like a lot it was just so much like hard work so much pressure and I remember like I updated the page I would always update the this is probably like hindered my performance (laughs) I was so obsessed but at like midnight I updated the page it was always on a Wednesday and I saw the stars change and I was like yes like I did it that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Last part of the section is eventually how you went from your high school self to Middlebury. So talk to you a little bit about the college recruiting process. Were you looking at other NESCAC schools? Um, just what schools in general were you looking at? And then how did Middlebury stand out from the bunch? Okay. So I was, I always wanted to play D3. I thought like my brother played at Dickinson College and he like really loved his experience. And so like going into uh, probably the end of 10th grade, like going into 11th grade, I started emailing schools. I looked primarily at the NESCAC. So I looked at Amherst, Williams, uh, Tufts, Wesleyan, but I was seriously considering Tufts, Wesleyan and Middlebury. And really, it was just uh, like neck and neck with Tufts. And I genuinely thought I was going to commit there because that was my first like offer. And so I remember I visited Middlebury on during fall break. So it was when no one was here. And I went to a match. It was Middlebury versus like Brandeis, I think. And Middlebury, like the girls were so nice to me. They all were like talking to me. There was one girl was from Miami and I'm from West Palm in Florida and so we were talking about that and we really connected Rachel the coach she was super sweet even though there was like a lot of commotion she like took the time to talk to me and my family which I really appreciated the campus was insanely beautiful and the team culture just seemed super like cool and they were so good they played so well I was like oh my god they're so good so I was like I love this school (laughs) that's awesome well it it worked out and now you are a sophomore on the team so by the by senior year when you look back onto your career um, in the Panther uniform what what are some goals you want to have accomplished okay so I want I would love for us to win the NCAAs and I totally think it's possible a hundred percent Middlebury we are taking it when not sure because of corona but if there was no corona it would be this year it'd be next year that's all I want (laughs) you've heard it first on the Seaver Scoop podcast Middlebury is coming for that uh, Uh, championship we're going for it and we're gonna take it that's all I want literally for this we're gonna we're going to replay that clip when you guys win and it's going to be super cool to look back on, but that's awesome. Um, Okay. And I have to ask one, one final question. Um, And I'm sure you've been asked about this a lot, but there was a video of you on Instagram circulating around of, of you interviewing Venus Williams. 
and that got quite the attention from from the student body and it was featured in, in the Middlebury magazine I, I just saw a few hours ago. Can you just talk about that experience? How did that come about? And second of all, what is Venus Williams like face to face? So Venus Williams really wants to come to Middlebury. That <laughs> she was so interested in D3. Let's go. Let's just put that out there first of all. Um, but so it was a pretty crazy story. Um, it was kind of it was right when we got home, so like mid late March. Um, my old coach, who is Venus Venus and Serena, live in South Florida, pretty relatively close to my area. And they, so Venus hits, used to hit with my coach. And then my coach, when all the courts shut down, he contacted my dad and asked if she could come hit at our court because all the courts had shut down in like our area. And so my dad was like, yeah, (laughs) you guys sure. Like when? And they're like, we're not sure for how, how long, but every day from four to seven and then my dad was like okay yeah and so they ended up coming for seven like six or seven weeks I think something like that and at first we were like so I remember like she walked to like she was like walking through my backyard and I was like (laughs) oh my god like she's such a legend and slowly like as time went by like me and my dad we would start like inching up and being like hi like how's it going and, like talk to them so yeah that's super cool was she nice and personable and face-to-face yeah, really really nice person like such a kind soul she every time I would ask her like about herself like if I would be like oh what do you feel like like I remember asking her something like this was when we had had conversations like I wasn't just like attacking him but I was like like what's it like is it surreal like during the slams like how does it feel like all of everyone like looking at I don't know something like that along those lines and she like completely deflected and she was like how's school like and she she would rather <laughs> talk about like my classes and like the classes I've taken than her like she didn't want to talk about herself at all that's awesome. Which I found to be like really interesting. Like she took a genuine interest in me and my family. That's super so cool. I thought that was sweet. So, so yeah, I remember part of the interview, she said that she was interested in Middlebury. So who knows, maybe she could be the, uh, the final piece um, on the Panther team to help you guys win the uh, NCAA yeah. championship. Not that you need her, but just, just as an I, I think that she'd be a great add-on, you know? Like, right. Well, the coach would have to have to look at her profile first and see if it would be true, good. Mate. Let's see if she's a four-star. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, yeah, that was, that's super cool. Thanks for talking about that. Again, I'm, I'm sure you've been bombarded with questions, but just wanted to get a little clip of that on the podcast. Um, well, awesome. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, as I always say, you have heard the scoop from Amanda Frank, a sophomore at Middlebury on the women's tennis team. Amanda, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. That was fun. It is my pleasure. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for supporting the Steeper Scoop podcast. We will see you next Thursday with our seventh episode of the year. Till then, stay well and go Panthers.